Hey, welcome back. Another edition of the Tone of the Podcast brought to you by Flooring is Forever. It's been uh, it's been a long week. There's been a lot that's happened. We've got a lot to catch up on, to say the least. Um, you know, I was going to do a podcast heading into the Pacers draft, but just like the NFL draft, the NBA draft, you can prep and talk about all these different scenarios, and usually things just end up changing. We'll talk about the Pacers selecting Chris Duarte with the 13th overall pick in Thursday night's draft. So I can look back at what they did. We're also going to talk about the MLB trade deadline that uh, pretty much shook up the entire north side of Chicago um, with the Cubs being the biggest sellers. I think the Nationals are big-time sellers as well, uh, getting rid of Lester, Scherzer, Trey Turner, and Kyle Schwarber. So Cubs and Nationals, we'll talk a little bit more of that on the Cubs side of things. Um, I'm not a Cubs fan, but you know, my perspective is not going to be a, a hater on the Cubs on what happened. Uh, and, and plus one of the trades was with my favorite team, the Chicago White Sox. So um, we're going to talk about that and more. Uh, we'll also look ahead at uh, some other Twitter questions that have came up and uh, my TikTok video that went viral from uh, the Meyer here in Indianapolis. The Tony the Podcast is brought to you by Flooring is Forever, 317-755-1246. FlooringIsForever.com with over 20 years of experience locally. Harley and the gang of Flooring is Forever has you covered if you're in the market for new flooring. Providing you honesty, quality, and value for the flooring that's just right for you. From carpet to hardwood, let Harley transform your home or workplace. Check them out. FlooringIsForever.com. Harley and I will be heading to Nashville next weekend um, for the first IndyCar race. So check out TonyTheIndy.com on Monday. We'll have a cool article that I've been working on um, looking at what to expect over the final six races of the IndyCar season. Uh, I'll give you my prediction for the IndyCar champion and what we could see with uh, a busy couple weeks here to start August for IndyCar, heading to Nashville for the first time. Looking forward to seeing my dad and my brother and my stepmom from Seattle uh, and some other family in Nashville, and then obviously friends and family that will be there as well. Um, so if you're in Nashville, let me know. Let's get together. Let's uh, watch some racing together. Um, with that being said, so check that out, ToningTheIndy.com. On Monday, we'll have um, a look ahead to the final six races, what to expect, little silly season stuff that's going to continue to go down. And uh, we might have Santino Ferrucci on the podcast next week. Uh, looking forward to talking to him. We've got the Brickyard coming up in two weeks with IndyCar Xfinity Cup, followed by the BC39. I'll be at all four of those races uh, in a matter of like five days. So looking forward to that. Um, let's go back to the Pacers. Um, so going into Thursday night's NBA draft, I had discussed and, and, and been very vocal on Twitter to not take Corey Kispert. I just thought, you know, he, he's, he's, a he's a weaker Doug McDermott and, you know, McDermott had a pretty good season this last year, but, but, but I would say overall as a Pacer was just a guy, just a guy that, um, struggled on the defensive end, struggled shooting at Bankers Life Fieldhouse. Uh, I think the bubble, even though he didn't really play that great down there, was probably the best option for him because for whatever reason, he just never shot well on Bankers Life Fieldhouse, and that's the way it's been his entire career. But I just didn't want didn't want the white guy. Honestly, I didn't want the white guy. I didn't want to go down the same road that we've gone down with TJ Leaf. And like I said, Goga is still out. Uh, the jury's still out on Goga. So let's first talk about um, the guys that I wanted. I wanted Davion Mitchell. He was gone. Um, I would have selected uh, Moses Moody, 
that was the guy athletically that I thought was better as a basketball player than what Duarte is. Um, this is not a knock on Chris Duarte at all, and we're going to discuss why I do like him and why I'm okay with the pick. But you you, you could have got a 19-year-old, a little bit more athletic, uh, but maybe not as driven as what we see in Chris Duarte. So the pick itself, the Pacers had been high on the Oregon product, 24 years old. Um He's younger, or he's older than Aaron Holiday, who will be entering his fourth year. Um, so we'll get to Aaron Holiday too. But the pick itself, I like Duarte. He can play. He can shoot. Um, the interview that he had with JMV, him talking to the media, um, doing stuff for his son, and just knowing the hustle, the fight that that kid is a kid. He guess he's twenty four. Has had to work for to get to where he is. Um, I do like to pick, and I think he's ready to contribute. Um, somebody said that he'll be averaging 15 points off the bench this year. I, I don't know about that. I don't know if he'll have the opportunity to even do that. And it all just depends on uh, you know trades that go down. Is TJ Warren back? Is Miles Turner going to be on the move? Does Jeremy Lamb get sent somewhere? Um, there's a lot of free agency things to still come, trades to still come here over the next, let's call it, week or two. Um, when it comes to the Pacers. So I like I liked the pick. Um, I give the pick a B. I still wanted Moody, but Duarte was my number two guy at that point. Um, and I think either way was a good selection. You know, people are, are, are going to knock Duarte for being 24, which, which yes, is a concern because that kind of limits his window in the NBA. But um, he obviously impressed them in their workout. They've been high on him for a while now, and it wasn't... Corey Kispert, so um, I'm cool with it. So how do they get uh, the rest of the draft? So the Pacers then traded the 54th and 60th pick. Totally fine with that for number 31. Loved it. Was cool with picking 31. Thought maybe my guy Quentin Grimes would be there. He ends up being taking 25th to the Knicks. But then you trade that pick with Aaron Holiday to receive the 21st pick. Um was it the 21st pick? And they picked up um, the big guy out of Kentucky, Isaiah Jackson, who I think is um, going to be very good. Uh, can uh, has the potential to um, even take minutes away from Goga Batatse if he develops. Um, he's a good player. And that kind of concerns me about maybe what Miles' future is, even though I'm okay with Miles being um, traded if, if 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 we get if the Pacers get things back. Um, overall, with the draft selection, I give the Pacers a B plus. I like the moves. I like what they did. Let's see what happens. But Duarte and Jackson moving things around. Aaron Holiday leaving. Um, you know that that tells me that T.J. McConnell is probably hopefully going to be back, or at least at least that's the expectations. Is that he'll be back? He deserves to be back. I love T.J. McConnell, Mick Energy, like I call him. He brings something that no other player brings on that squad. Aaron Holiday's a good player. He hasn't developed as much as the Pacers would have wanted him to um, at this point in his career. And you send him to, I believe it was Washington, and hopefully give him a chance to play in that backcourt now that Russell Westbrook goes to the Lakers and pretty much ruins the entire Western Conference. So um, B-plus for the Pacers, and uh, I'm excited for the season and to see what Chris Duarte can do. All right, let's get to uh, the trade deadline and, and the Chicago Cubs. 
Before we do that, however, the UPS store in Fishers off of Olio Road has everything your small business needs when it comes to shipping. At the UPS store, you can have packages professionally packed by your local UPS certified packing expert. It is back with their pack and ship guarantee. Check out the friendly faces at the Olio Road location in Fishers for all of your small business needs. 11650 Olio Road, or give them a call today, 317-578-0094. Hello to Doug and the gang up at the Olio Road UPS store location. All right. So, again, I'm not a Cubs fan. You guys know this. Grew up Northwest Indiana, White Sox fan. Um, I will say this. There was, and I I said this from the get-go, I would never jump on the bandwagon. Obviously, it was a hard World Series for somebody like me to watch with the Indians playing the Cubs. Um, But I did like a lot of players on that Cubs team. Chris Bryant, definitely one of them. Uh, Anthony Rizzo was definitely one of them, um, among others. What comes with the with the championship, and, and and I learned this with the White Sox uh, in high school when they won, is eventually there comes a time where those players retire, or those players get traded when a rebuild comes, and 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 that's where the Cubs are. So hopefully all the Cubs fans out there are okay. You know you don't have to change your your dog's name away from Rizzo. You could you can leave your dog's name at Rizzo for the like fifteen people that I know that have named their dog Rizzo. Um, Thank you from a White Sox fan for Craig Kimbrell because I, that's a move that positions the White Sox, I think, to fully contend in the American League to go to the World Series. So, Cubs fans, if you want to hop on the White Sox bandwagon, we'll have you. Um, I don't know what to expect with this White Sox team. They're, they're in a slump right now, um, but they do have the pieces if they stay healthy and everybody comes back uh, to certainly uh, win the World Series the Red Sox got a lot better. Um, the Los Angeles Dodgers obviously got a lot better. and and I, But I think the American League comes down to the Astros, White Sox, or Red Sox. And uh, that just comes down to whoever wins the most games and maybe has more home games come playoff time. So uh, Cubs fans, it's going to be all right. Um, I didn't poke as much fun as, as I could have because uh, I get it. Uh, I do remember when the White Sox went through that. And... Uh, you know, you you could do what I do with my Peyton Manning jersey. I didn't wear it while he was on another team, and as soon as he retired, um, I pulled it back out of the closet, just like I'll still wear my Andrew Luck jersey. And, oh, we got to get into that too, Carson Wentz and the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, but back to the Cubs real quick. Um, it'll be all right, and come join us on the old White Sox bandwagon. We'll, we, we would love to have you. So the other big news was – Carson Wentz and the foot injury that he suffered at the end of practice on Thursday. Um, I'm going to keep it short and sweet and simple on this. This is the risk, and this is what the Colts knew could happen, bringing in Carson Wentz as your starter. You hope it doesn't happen, but you knew at the the end of your brain that, one, he has disappointed the last couple of years and been hurt, and there was still that risk. Let's hope that he's only out for like two or three games, if not less than that. With that being said, you need to bring in a veteran to maybe not contend, well, to contend for that number one spot, but maybe be the number two guy to push Jacob Eason forward. I, I like Jacob Eason. I think he's a guy that can make throws and that can be a starter. 
But if you can go out, I wouldn't say, you know, make a big trade for a guy like Mitch Trubisky and have to give up a lot of things. But if you can get a solid veteran backup in here to help out and push Jacob Eason in the right direction, if Carson Wentz is out for a significant amount of time, by significant amount of time, I say four games to me is a significant amount of time, maybe even three. You might even say one game is a significant amount of time for this quarterback for the Colts because if you look at the start of the season and the teams that the Colts have to play in the first five weeks, holy shit, they need a very mobile, a very healthy Carson Wentz to 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 go four and one, three and two in those games, which I think they'll start the season at three and two. So let's just hope that um, there's still plenty of time left. It's 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 early August. Still got plenty of time for Carson Wentz to heal up and to hopefully um, be the week one starter for the Indianapolis Colts. Back to the baseball train real quick. Joey freaking Votto still bangs. Um, as you know, I'm a White Sox fan, but I also love the Reds. Always have one because both teams don't like the Cubs. Two, Ken Griffey Jr. played for the Reds. And three, um, we're one of three fan bases. You can throw the Diamondbacks in there, too, that had to suffer through Adam Dunn striking out all the time. So um, there's that, right? So Joey Votto, seven straight games with a home run. Um, absolute madness what he is doing right now. Um, I've been watching a little bit of the Olympics. Um, can we just call it three-on-three basketball? Why does that have to be 3x3? Olympics are fun. I love watching them. Um, I like the obscure badminton, ping pong, um, handball is one of my favorites. Water polo is great. Uh, we finally got into the track and field type stuff here over the last couple of nights. And uh, Team USA, hopefully basketball wise, can bring home the gold. Uh, and one of my favorite players, Damian Lillard. All right, let's just run through some stuff real quick uh, that I wanted to get to. I mentioned on Twitter best stadiums. Uh, the best stadium that I have ever been to, um, I would say probably baseball-wise, it's Milwaukee or Seattle. I think Seattle's right there. NFL-wise, I haven't been to a lot of NFL stadiums. In fact, for an, I've been to Reliance Stadium or NRG down in Houston, but that was for the Final Four. That place is incredible, but I didn't actually see a football game in there. I did see a basketball game, which I thought was great. I uh, still love Lucas Oil Stadium. Uh, but but when it comes to the NFL, I haven't been to a lot of stadiums besides Lucas Oil and Soldier Field. And uh, NBA-wise, I loved Portland. I think the Moda Center was great. Uh, I've been to Denver, uh, but Portland would probably be uh, my favorite um, in the NBA. Elsewhere, uh, things that I put on Twitter. Oh, uh, and a lot of this was thanks to David Land for retweeting it. Uh, the truck series at IRP, the anniversary of the final race there was this past week um i think i think in 2023 the trucks will return to irp i'm gonna say that right now um i think if there is money and 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 tlc put into that track you can hire me i'll paint the walls i'll do whatever you gotta do i'll screw up the toilets it means the trucks and and the xfinity but definitely the trucks come back um I think there's a chance in 2020. I'd say 70% chance in 2023 the trucks come back to IRP. Um, yes, I did run into Tony Kanaan last week. So as you know, there's a place in India now called the Folding Warehouse. It's been open for almost a year. You throw footballs at bowling pins. Uh, the game itself was born. Uh, shout out to Chris, who I saw this week, who was a big IndyCar guy. He created the game in the Coke lot 
uh, the day before the Indianapolis 500 back in 2001. They had the championships there the day before the 500. If you haven't been, it's right off Mass Ave. Please come down and see us. Let me know you're coming in. Uh, you will walk out of there with a smile on your face. I guarantee you that's why I like it so much. That's why I'm behind it. Um, it's more than them just having to, you know, pay me for what I do. It's the fact that it is uh, very unique. It's a lot of fun, great atmosphere, great employees to work with, and everybody who comes in there always leaves uh, having a great time. But uh, Peterman Heating and Cooling, which are friends of mine, Chad and Tyler, great people. So if you're looking, they should sponsor this podcast. I should have said something. Uh, but Chad and Tyler Peterman, great people, um, great service if you're in the Indianapolis area with HVAC. Um, they had their annual company outing. Tony Kanan, who is sponsored by Bryant, uh, came out there because Peterman was the Bryant Heating and Air Conditioning Cool, not cooler, um, company of the year. So that was pretty cool. Uh, TKO, so I talked to him. He is an Indy 500 next year, regardless of what Jimmy Johnson does. He told me that to my face. He said I could uh, say that if I needed to. Uh, he needs to come on the podcast. I got to send that out. Maybe we'll do that heading into Indy or St. Louis uh, coming up here over the next couple of weeks. Um, on top of that, uh, TK and I talked about a couple other things. We won't see him in the BC 39 like we will see Sage Karam, possibly Marco Andretti, uh, but he is interested in running some other things, and I think we could see TK and other um, disciplines when it comes to racing here over the next 365 days. It really just depends on what Chip Ganassi We'll let him do. But then the next day, randomly, um, if you follow me enough and, and you, you've listened and, and talked to me enough, you know that I love vintage uh, racing, Indy 500 stuff mostly, but uh, even vintage uh, you know, old um, NASCAR shirts or hats, old Pacers, NBA stuff, um, I love, as do a lot of us. Um, so there's a place that I go to, and I've found some cool stuff. It's where I found... Um, some at Carpenter Racing stuff that I have, uh, one of their crew shirts from last year that was taken there by Tony George. So when I saw Tony in May, I was like, why don't you just drop the bag off at my place so I can wear all your old stuff because I'm just going to go in there and buy it anyway. Save me a couple dollars. Um, so I walked in and just checked things out. I was looking around, and I see this hat. This is Bryant Racing with the silver signature, and I look at it. And I'll be damned, it was Scott Brayton. So um, for those of you familiar with IndyCar and Indy 500, you know how much that it, that means to the sport and means to me. Scott Brayton was my favorite driver as a kid, 1995-1996 Indy 500 pole winner. Uh, tragically died a week before the 500 that he was on the pole for back in 96. Uh, beautiful silver signature. The hat's never been worn. The hat is from 1993. Um, I was stunned. I would have paid a hundred dollars for it. Luckily I only had to pay a dollar for it. The guy didn't know what he had, but that's not on me. And um I paid my dollar for it and it's it's the second Scott Brayton autograph that I have. Um, I have one on an Amway racing hat. Uh, my dad found his Amway crew shirt that he had bought some point in the nineties, so I'll probably wear that to Nashville. So looking forward to that. We'll have plenty of IndyCar car discussion next week. We'll talk some more Colts. Uh maybe we'll get Kevin Bowen on this podcast. I'd like to do that or Matt Taylor. Or you know what? Love both of those guys. We'll save them for the for the season. We'll get Larry Overton on to talk a little Colts with us as well. Thank you for listening as always to the Tony D podcast. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the weather. Thanks to Flooring is Forever and the UPS store. If you'd like to sponsor the podcast, please get a hold of me. And thank you as always for listening. Take care. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm sorry. I didn't mention what I needed to mention. Um, so please bear with me. So I went, uh, I wouldn't say viral on TikTok. I got like 18,000 views, which is, uh, I've had two that had gotten 96,000. But 
So I'm in Meyer shopping on Monday and um, doing my grocery shopping, just hanging out, looking around. Uh, I usually do Meyer Aldi. Um, I'll get some things at Meyer. I'll get other things at Aldi. Uh, some of the name brand stuff that I want to get, I'll get at Meyer, like uh, I don't know Mountain Dew and Oreos. Although all these Oreos aren't all that bad, anyway. And I walk around, and there's um, two ladies and a daughter, and I just walk by them, and I just out of the out of the corner of my eye, I was like, "Oh, that's a snake!" And I was like, "Oh, that's a real snake around this girl's." neck which would freak most people out to me it doesn't freak me out um as a kid i had snakes i had a couple snakes um one actually got out and was missing for like two weeks every time my mom opened the toilet she thought it was gonna be wrapped around the toilet um if you didn't know this about snakes they can go weeks without eating they cannot go weeks without heat so we found this was in the 90s obviously probably 1998 we found the snake wrapped around the um power cords behind the tv that was connected to the tv and the vcr and uh, probably a probably a Super Nintendo or an N64 or whatever else was hooked up there in 1998. Um, so I was like, I'm gonna walk back around get a video of this, and she was super nice. Uh, it, it, the the snake it was like four different types of snake, and name was Smoke. So the original video I put on um, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, and then I did a TikTok like voiceover, like, "What the hell are you doing? What's going on here?" Um, you guess you just you'll never know uh, what you'll see um, when you head to the grocery store. All right, that's it. Enjoy the weekend. Thanks for listening. Thanks for following us forever on the UPS store. And thank you for listening to the Tony D podcast.